podcast time well, that's right ben for tools is proud to present to home improvement podcast my name is adam and you all know my co-host jordan hi jordan hi adam how are you <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> is that how this, this is gonna be a little too perky well, for you i've been better um how are you you sound like you're down at the doldrums yeah all right you know we already talked about this i'll i'll peek behind the curtain we're both, let's just say we're both off a little bit in different ways. I'm happy to say I'm hungover. Um, it <laughs> doesn't bother me. Um, yeah, you're a little sick. I'm a little hung dog, but uh, we're going to power through here. We got a heck of a home improvement episode to talk about. We're going to give you guys some great stuff, great content. Um, and uh, I'm a little scared. We deliver for our fans every week, every Wednesday yeah. without a break. So Rain nor shine nor uh, sniffles, which which you uh, you seemingly have yeah. this morning. Mow, mowed the lawn this morning, and it caused a whole bunch of problems. So we'll see if Zyrtec D can really do what it's promising on its label. So. And they are a new sponsor, so it is that's good. It's good to bring them up. I mean, it was an organic plug, so yeah, which are the best kind. Um, so yeah, Jordan, last night uh, I was on a um, Kirsten's work. Uh, my girlfriend Kirsten. Uh, she, Who's that? Uh, my girlfriend, Kirsten. Kirsten, <laughs> I, I, we, we live together. I haven't heard about her in a long time, so I just wanted to make sure you guys were still together. Yeah, she doesn't listen anymore, so... Uh, <laughs> well, we are still together. Yeah, we went... R.I.P. kick tweets. I know, super sad, but yeah, what, what can you do? Uh, she was with us a really long time, so uh, we'll, we'll take it. Uh, yeah. So what did you guys do last I'm trying night? to tell, tell you. Um, we went on a uh, like uh, Milwaukee River cruise with her work. Um, a booze cruise. Yeah, I mean that's what it was for me. Um, it, it yeah, it was a lot of drinking, a lot of fun. Uh, very pretty. Got out in the lake. It was a good time. Um, afterwards, people went out to a bar and kind of continued the party. Uh, the reason I bring any of this up is because okay, I was in a position, uh, <laughs> and so uh, someone had a, a, a boyfriend that came. Um, and uh, a friend of Kirsten's, and she asked me to go talk to her boyfriend, kind of keep him company. I don't know. He doesn't really know anybody there. Uh, so I go over there to talk to him, and as an icebreaker, uh, this girl says, tell him about your podcast. Oh. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Because I was so deep in the deep in the cup at that point, I was happy to talk about it, and I think <laughs> I talked to him about it. I, I mean, like, I told Kirsten this morning, it could have been five minutes, or it could have been, like, two hours, but... I talked a lot about home and podcast to this like twenty two year old guy, uh, and he was was pre- he receptive? Yeah, he's nice. He's a nice guy. Um, I mean, like he's he he was probably ready for me to stop, but uh, yeah, it was a it was a funny conversation about podcasting and, and home improvement. Um, he's vaguely aware of it, you know. He, he's not a big fan of the of the show, uh, not home and podcast, home improvement. Yeah, um, of course. But uh, yeah, I was uh, I was pretty trash talking about home and podcast for a long time last night. <laughs> you know, I had. Not quite as long of a conversation, but when I got my haircut this weekend, somehow that came up as well. Yeah. So uh, a shorter conversation. I do find that I don't know if this is true for you, and I don't know what the age range was at that yeah. that booze cruise that you were on. Yeah. But people who are like forty and above, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe pushing upper thirties, they're much more excited. Not not excited, but they are 
more interested in the idea yeah. of a home improvement podcast than younger people who are like, what is home improvement? For sure. Yeah. I mean, his like touchdowns were like, uh, like Barstool and like Joe Rogan. So like, eh, you know, it's just like a different kind of, different kind of right. stuff. But uh, he was aware of Bill Simmons. So we were able to talk about that a little bit. Um, did we get a new listener? I doubt it because I think I told him so. I think I basically broke down every episode we've ever done last night. So, so he doesn't, need, he to doesn't even need to listen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was funny. Uh, for once I felt like talking, all I got to do is like drink, you know, eight beers and I'm, I'm happy to talk about my home improvement podcast. So, uh, well now I know for the future. There you go. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can get you a little drunk before each episode. That way maybe you'll oh, enjoy man, it a little it's more. It's going to, I'm going to have to wait until at least Sunday before I drink again, uh, with the way I'm <laughs> feeling. It's going to be a couple days. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you had so much fun. It was fun. Maybe we got a new listener, or maybe he, since you told him everything, maybe he'll just start telling his friends and they'll listen. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, see I think. Yeah, I think only good things can come of it. Um, maybe we should do something where, like, just we're walking into a new place or an establishment or like meeting people, and you have your phone just like playing a podcast in the background, and it's our yeah. podcast, and they're like, "Hey, what's that?" Yeah, that is a cheap way to kind of get the word out. You're right. All you need yeah. is all you need is a phone. Um, I'll tell you what, what else is uh, what else is kind of uh, <laughs> I don't know percolating in your yeah, mind I'll right you, now. So I'll tell you some other things I'm thinking about. Uh, I read across his interview. I don't know if you want to do this now. I guess we will because I'm talking about it. Uh, I'd love to. Tim Allen talks to uh, Nintendo Power about video games. It's like I guess Nintendo Power was a, an old magazine or something. But they did this spread on on not, not like a spread. It sounds like <laughs> Penthouse or something. Uh, they, they, it's Tim laid out with the a, centerfold, a bunch huh? of games over his privates and such. No, um, it's like an interview from when the Home Improvement Tool Pursuit game came out, uh, and it's it's got some pretty good stuff in it. Um, so I guess I'll, I'd I guess I'll read yeah, it to I'd you. Love to, yeah, I'd love to hear okay. more about it. Uh, if you could send over the pictures as well, they sound kind of interesting. Yeah, well, uh, after the show, I don't want you to get distracted. All sure. Right. Nintendo Power. Where do you enjoy playing Nintendo games? Tim Allen. I enjoy playing Game Boy with the kids in the set of Home Improvement during the downtime, which I don't seem to have, a, have much anymore, but I really prefer playing at home, where I can play the race car games on a large screen television. So, hey. so far, so good. Um, what's your favorite Nintendo game? Which, by the way, no friggin' way Tim Allen has a favorite Nintendo game. Uh, I really like the original Super Mario Brothers, which we often played until we were stumped and couldn't go any further. That sometimes be, being two or three in the morning. I, yeah, I, bet. Uh, I still remember how the Mario Brothers music continued to pop into my head and remain there for hours. Oh no, it's all coming back to me now. Arr, arr, arr. <laughs> It says it says he grunts three times in the interview. Uh, wow, okay, that's interesting. There's, you don't think he ever played Super Mario? Um, gotta keep in mind Tim Allen was like forty when the show started, right? Or mid thirties? Uh, I don't know. There's one more. I'll, I want to do one more, the best one, uh, and then we can discuss. Do you have any advice for Nintendo players? <laughs> I truly enjoy playing Nintendo games. And uh, advocate advocate for doing so. I think that's a weird use of advocate. Advocate doing so as long as plenty of time is still reserved for reading, even if it's a book about Nintendo. Reading really <laughs> is a wonderful habit. Unlike drugs, <laughs> enlightens us about life itself and the world we live in. So wow, he loves what an interview. He loves reading. Doesn't like drugs, uh, which when you consider his past was. Uh, kind of an interesting thing to throw in there. You know, you turn over new leaf and uh, you, you hate your sins of your past, I guess. So, uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. 
I guess Super Mario would have been in the 80s. I don't know how old he would be then, so I, he definitely wasn't a kid. No, no. Uh, I bring this up only. Fat check Nintendo power. I'm yeah. Hey, I'm I'm beginning to wonder if they if they even spoke to him. Uh, it's just like funny. I don't know. It's uh, I just like the uh, I like playing it on my big screen tele my large screen television. <laughs> just like kind of <laughs> I don't know. Stupid. Uh, well, Nintendo power. I wonder if they're still around. I don't know. I doubt Maybe it. Maybe not. Let's find out. Mm-hmm. Seems like something worth finding out. Okay. Oh, it's a podcast now. Oh, well, Jordan, you know what isn't, you know, commodification, uh, everybody's, everybody's trying to make a buck, right? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I mean, we're trying, it's not working, but. Speaking of which, shout out to a new Patreon donor, donor, H.E. Pennypecker, I don't know if that's the real name or not, but, uh, no, that's a sign, thank that's you. That's a Seinfeld reference. It is, yeah. yeah. We appreciate their donation. So, uh, you know, join them at patreon.com slash podcast. There you go. Yeah, There's your plug. We do a lot for our Patreon subscribers, so it's definitely worth it for you guys to, to give to us. Well, I mean, mostly it's just supporting just every week that we do the show, right? <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, yeah. What else you got? Anything else? What else I got? Yeah, anything else you want to talk about? Well, you told me you don't want to talk about uh, D23, but I did watch a clip of a Tim Allen and Tom Hanks interview. I recently... I have a friend who uh, works at the parks, and he got me into like a special Star Wars event, and that is the same park that has the new Toy Story stuff. Okay. So we walked in there for a little bit, made me think about Tim Allen. You know, you enter, and there's a giant Woody there. Buzz Lightyear <laughs> hey, was walking around. Careful, jeez. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear was walking around taking pictures with people, and uh, they did an interview with uh, Tim Allen and Tom Hanks talking about their friendship. They've been friends for 25 years now. Hey, let me uh, I thought can would... I ask you this. Do you think they're yeah. actually friends? I think so. Okay. I, I feel like Tom Hanks probably gets along with everybody. Yeah. So Okay. And Tim Allen, you know, he's a he's an affable man. Sure. Okay. Just wonder. So, I, I thought it was interesting, you know, they talk about recording on the show or for the movies and they never actually record together, you know, they're in the sound booth separately. Yeah. Uh so that thought that was interesting, but they did frequently have lunches and so I think that's where their friendship kind of grew. So, they like each other. Okay. Uh it seems like I hope so. And I didn't get to watch the whole interview, but most of it started to talk about the actual movie, which we don't really need to go into. So, but you know, Tim Allen out there doing stuff for this. I know that he was at the park when they first opened that stuff and i didn't get the opportunity to go in and meet them but that's a shame what are you gonna do i did know that the jonas brothers were at the star wars thing like a day after i was oh so, so close so close know, that would have been cool though. i always wonder with people with the uh, relationships like the the tom hanks tim allen if they are friends um you know because they work hard to make it seem like they are but uh then you got uh, like a a Rod, Allen, Mario, and Pemba thing, where uh, years later, yeah. years later, you find out these guys that called. Uh, this is not related to, to homebrew, but these guys that called Tigers Detroit, though. Tiger, yeah, Detroit Tigers games together for years, had dinner out like twice ever, like hated each other. So I don't know. I always wonder about those kind of things, but uh, they do seem. It's got to be hard. I mean, they, yeah. you spend so much time together. You think just naturally you would get some sort of rapport going yeah i, guess. Would, I mean yeah. they have rapport on air but you know what i mean friendship sure going, yeah but yeah. i don't know all right well hey this is all really interesting stuff uh, it's done wonders for our friendship this podcast so um yeah i suppose it has i suppose it's kept us kept us <laughs> I know running we get a lot of questions on twitter and facebook and definitely on youtube about if we're really friends in real life and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll, we'll, we'll let you judge for yourselves. Ooh, yeah, I think the proof's in the pudding. Listen, listen to <laughs> listen to our old apps. Let's uh, as it always let's, is. Let's 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 get into the the meat and potatoes here, Jordan. Shall we? 
Episode 145. Whoa! Communication. Whoa. Every time we hit like a 5, 145, 150, 125, you get chills, don't you? Feels like a lot of episodes. That's all I'm trying to tell you. Uh, Feels like the very first time. Smells like teen spirit to me. Uh, Cool. Keep going. You're doing great. Communication breakdown. This one's written by Eric Horstead. Or, yeah, Horstead. Sounds like Uh, Eric Eric Horstead? Oh. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, He last wrote, I was a teenage tailor, which had our favorite Larry Hankin in it. Oh, I like that episode. That was a good episode. Yeah, a Halloween episode. So this one aired March 11th, 1997. The episode is named after a song with the same title that was by Led Zeppelin, Mm -hmm. I guess. It seems like you could just put communication breakdown. I don't know that it has to be named after that, but whatever. Alternative title time, I've got four. Wow. I also have four. All right. I'm going to go first. Okay. Dry wall in the family. Dry wall in the family. Um, can you explain that one to me just a little bit? <laughs> well, they talk about they spend a lot of time on that drywall being ripped out mm-hmm. and all the problems going with yeah. that. And then it's you know a family episode with with Dennis and Harry. So dry wall in the family. Dry all in the family. Oh oh dry oh dry all in the family. Got it. I, I wasn't wasn't making the connection. I mean just uh just perfect because I had to explain the whole thing. Well you know what uh, it's less your fault than than mine. Um. First one for me, Dennis the Menace. Oh, I wrote that too. That's a bummer. Hey, you know what? It was there. His name's Dennis. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? All right. Well, that takes one of mine, but I'll go with the next one. How about phoning it in? Good one. I'll do my phone-related one. JTT phone hub. Hey, I, hey, you know what? My brain's not really functioning well, but uh, I did come up with that this morning. So That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Do we have any update on the uh, the JTT running for... Was he running for president of? Yeah, I got some stuff on... Let's save it for social media. All right, yeah. save it for social. All right. And then my last one is from one parent to another. Okay. One parent to another. Sure. Uh, this is kind of a weird one. Daddy discipline. <laughs> <laughs> That is weird. And that's daddy with an I, uh, by the way. Uh, All right, and my last one. Did you have another one or no? No, I had Dennis the Menace. This is a singing one. We'll see how it goes. Hold the line. Dennis isn't always on time. I love Toto. Yeah, so there you go. Great rendition. Thanks a lot, man. It it took a a lot out of me. Uh, really, really good alternative titles by you this week. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, well, you took Dennis the Menace. I'm gonna say one of my four. Well, I guess two if you count Dennis. Yeah, we're okay. Uh, All right. Maybe. Yeah, I would say less probably. <laughs> you didn't like phoning it in. Are we gonna? <laughs> no, it's this fine. is when the episode just breaks apart. Oh no, and our, no. And our friendship as well. Oh man, I've been waiting. <sighs> All right, let's walk through the episode. What do you say? Deal. I think last episode we ran through it, so I guess we should walk. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I It might go fast because I don't have a lot of notes. Uh, we'll see. Right. I want to start out by talking about how the logo looks like he's up to no good. I thought he was blowing something up, but I guess it was an old phone. He was, Yeah, he was messing with the phone cord, I guess. Uh, he, and then we move at home. Well, we you, don't open on I gotta time. be honest, Jordan. There's enough trouble at the house with the phone usage between Brad, Mark... Randy, Tim, and Jill. The fact that the logo is now getting in the action, that is just too many people on one phone. I mean, they definitely need at least a second phone line. 
I'm thinking get a phone line in the logo's bedroom too. I don't know. Where do you think the logo sleeps? Um, it's in the basement. It's like uh, it's there's another room by Randy's room. I think it's it's I really small. Put him in, I thought they'd put him in the gazebo. Ooh, yeah. He's got idea. like some full down stuff. He's he likes to be outside. Yeah, the logo probably does live in the gazebo. I also think that. Well, I don't know what the logo does in the winter, uh, something like that. It's kind of cold out there, but uh, all right. Well, that's cool. Right, I'm glad we can talk about that. That was fun. <laughs> that's when you know we've like we're talking about where the logo lives. Yeah, that's episode 145 for you, folks. <laughs> I mean, come on. At home, Brad is chatting on the phone. Randy and Mark are sitting around because they need to use the phone as well. Uh, Jill just did her own, comes in, she just did her own oil change on the Healy with Tim, but Tim got messy and she's spotless. Ha 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 ha. Tim is now late for a hockey game that he's going to watch at Harry's. I guess maybe this continued on from Wilson's, you know, maybe they get together, watch hockey, football, that kind of stuff, but Wilson is not present at this game. We'll see later on. Uh, Tim is also sick of the phone availability problems that they're having, and Jill decides it's time to make a phone usage system. Unfortunately, she comes up with a very convoluted system that's very complicated. It has lots of rules and changes depending on what day it is or whatever else is going on. So it's a bit too complicated. I guess they're thinking this is not the solution for them. What's the 2019 analog to this kind of situation? Is there anything? Uh, Running out of data streaming? Or like the Wi-Fi going out or something? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I was trying to think of like what would be a, a good comp for... The phone stuff. Yeah, because obviously everyone has, you know, right. people are getting cell phones. At the, they're all teens. They have cell phones in this day and age, so that's not really a problem. Right. Did, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because even, like, you think in cell phones, most, I mean, we don't. Maybe you do. Uh, unlimited data plans are popular if you have, like, four, five people on a on a plan. I'm not sure. Uh, so. I don't know. My parents still pay my phone bill, so. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, embarrassing. We won't won't go there. Uh, No, it's fine. It's the least they can do. Um, (laughs) Did you have this kind of problem? I mean, you had brothers that were closer in age than... than, uh, Yeah, I think by the time it got to me, they probably worked all this out. Okay. Because they're four, six, and eight years older than me. So they they were like the Taylor boys going through this issue. By the time it got to me, I don't know if we... I think we... Did we have two phone lines? I don't remember. Okay. I remember being on the phone. It's funny how much you talk on the phone when you're in, in middle school. For well, yeah, for sure. Especially you. Maybe m- yeah, for sure me. Yeah. Uh, maybe not so much now with texting and whatnot. Probably. But this is right before texting became popular. So yeah, on the phone, doing that kind of stuff. I, you know, I honestly can't remember if we had two phone lines. Did you? Uh, definitely not. No, I mean like the phone stuff. I, I don't know. I got a cell phone when I was like 15 or something. So like for me, um. And I didn't talk a lot on the phone in middle school to girls or anything. I wasn't trying to impress girls with cool bowling alley tricks like you and been talking about it for six <laughs> hours afterwards. Um, it's amazing that they wanted to talk about it for six hours. I know. Hours. It, was like, it, was, it was like you. It was probably a little bit like when you were talking to that guy in the booze cruise about the whole Oh, man. Whole yeah, probably worse. Uh, but it was weird that they wanted to like have you break down the, the bowling ball tricks that you did. Like They didn't already see them. Um, well, everybody wanted to know how to do it, but I wouldn't give up my, my tricks, you know? I remember, um, I don't know, I think, you know, my sister's 10 years older, uh, and I, I don't know, like, I think it was maybe more of an issue with her being on the phone, like, I remember her, like, her boyfriends would call or whatever, and, like, she'd be on the phone for a long time, and it would be, like, you know, 
get off the phone, lines busy, like I'm waiting on a call, like that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, it, this is, I don't know, this is like just one generation kind of removed from this and it just wasn't really a factor for me, I guess. And you're sad about it, it sounds like? I'm just like, I think I'm just sad in general today because I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I don't feel sad about it. Everything's going to take on a very sad I know, uh, yeah. emotional feel. You know, talking about the lo- the logo getting stuck in a gazebo in winter I and know. all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah I, should, I shouldn't rough. get so worked up about it, I guess. You're going to be upset about Harry and Dennis in a few scenes I here. I'm already there, man. I'm already there. All right, next scene. <laughs> They're at Harry's house. We've never seen Harry's house before. It looks like I would have expected. Um, they're watching the game. Harry and Dolores are fighting over uh, who should get Tim a beer. Uh, goes on a little longer than it needs to. Uh, Dennis, Harry's son, arrived. Didn't know Harry. He's a menace. Didn't, yeah, he is a menace. I didn't know Harry had a son. Um, he is. Um, well, I'll go and I'll go into his bio after this scene. But um, how old is Dennis supposed to be? I couldn't really get a handle on that. Like, they act like he's, like, 16, but he looks like he's, like, 30. What do you think? I was going to say, like, upper 20s. Something yeah, like that. it's kind of like, weird. Like, old enough that he's kind of, well, maybe mid-20s. He's struggling, you know, to find his foothold and career path. So I don't think he's quite in his 30s okay. yet. Um, Dennis, uh, he's kind of a, a journeyman in terms of work. He can't quite commit to something. But he, um, he is now working... What would you call his job? Is he just like a, t- I don't know, what's it? What's the job title there? Like, uh, tech consultant. Yeah, I don't know, tech guy. Um, they talk about video phone, which is technology that I don't know if that existed. Uh, I'm sure it did, but people were not installing them. Like, yeah, they it's this. basically like I don't know, like you have like a phone, but also a screen. So when you call somebody, you can see them. They call Al. It's I don't know, kind of funny. The technology stuff. I'm, I mean, it's FaceTime. Uh, it is basically like FaceTime. Um, Dennis is, uh, he can automate anything. Um, Tim would like him to put in a second phone line to, to solve their phone problems. Harry is, is a little unsure about the whole situation. Um, I'd say rightfully so. But uh, Tim, you know, it's not a big deal, a second phone line. So, uh, yeah, they, they all agree to, to move forward. And move forward they do. Uh, right away, I think, they move and go home. Tim is talking to Jill about the phone line. He's trying to get her to do the whole automated system because as you said dennis can do basically anything he could automate your toilets he could automate what is that i don't know what i guess i don't don't really know what that means like automate i can automate the whole house like what is that just like it's almost like all the stuff that people do now where you know you could do like alexa or you could you know change your thermostat from your phone or you could do like like voice thermostat kind of stuff yeah okay just trying to make things so you don't have to do everything manually that's basically it, it's they're using the word very loosely i don't know they don't do a lot of like demonstrations about what it would look like yeah and they don't necessarily talk about a lot of what it would look like right but he's just basically trying to be on the cutting edge of tech well that's dennis for you i mean right you yeah know. it is dennis yeah, yeah. so he yeah so tim's trying to sell that to jill and she's not buying it mark is on the phone and he has been all day and i wrote with who and we learn we learn later it's is is it a girl i think it's a girl i don't remember I, but uh, unclear yeah tim takes charge of this phone call and you know basically get embarrasses mark gets him off the phone and he shares some of the teen gossip jokingly with jill that he overheard but uh jill takes it more seriously this is kind of jill's mo she's just like always meddling and wants to know all the details right and yeah. we find it, it extends to her son's uh school 
relationships and teen drama, I guess. So Mark comes down, he freaks out because <laughs> this is really, really good when Mark comes down. My favorite Mark's part. upset. He's Mark's upset. Mark is conveying anger when he comes downstairs, I'll tell you that much. Hard to tell. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was subtle, <laughs> but he, he was mad. I don't know. I, I picked up on it. Things escalate as he now is, you know, he's an adolescent, so he's he's starting to push back against his his father and rebel a little bit. This is Mark Rebellion, not Brad Rebellion. So Tim ends up grounding him for three weeks from the phone. Ugh. And Jill says, Jill says you should have given him a warning, which I feel like he was doing as they were having the conversation. And but, yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure Tim was in the wrong uh, fully in this one. I mean, three weeks is a little excessive, but... That kind of thing happens all the time. It starts it starts smaller and then it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So. You got that right, yeah. Um yeah, it was funny when Mark was mad coming down the <laughs> stairs. That was great. I really love that part. Yeah, he's uh he's a focal point in this episode. Yeah. We haven't gotten that in a while. It's one of his better episodes to date, I would say. This is this is what drives him to goth, I think. <sighs> Man, we're getting close to that. That's gonna be weird. Uh, I I guess I'm excited. Uh because that is the show is like that's just like one of the real touchstones of home improvement is Mark's goth face, wouldn't you say? Yeah, everyone knows. Yeah, about everyone that, knows about sure. that. Yeah, it's yeah, fair. it's very memorable. I mean, so it'll be interesting to tackle it because I don't remember exactly how it works besides some weird friends and some videos. I remember record, thinking so. it was like so bizarre at the time, but I bet we're gonna find it like pretty trite and insignificant when we cover it. I bet it's not I'm, nearly as bad as we think. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, next scene. Dennis is installing uh, the second phone line, uh, but he has to leave. That's all I got. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, well, first it starts out, Dennis is kind of ragging on Tim's handiwork, yeah. as everyone does, because apparently he's done some work on the home, and he says, like, don't let that guy do it again. And Dennis does get an urgent message from another customer and takes off, which, it's a little strange, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'll do the bio of... of uh... Dennis the Menace. Yeah, his name is David DeLuise, and I'm reading now that he's Dom DeLuise's son, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> what? Yeah. You know Dom DeLuise? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's his son. Um, that's wild. I know. He must have... He seems, like, young to be... I don't know. Uh, best... I know I recognize this guy um, because he was in Wizards of Waverly Place. He's the dad, <laughs> and I guess I've watched Wizards of Waverly Place in my life. All right. Yeah, I did not recognize him, uh, so... He's in that... Playing Jerry Russo, Stargate SG One, Pop Star, and uh, he's got 117 credits. It, it's a lot of like, I don't know, like direct to DVD like dog movies. It seems like you know that kind of he thing. Loves dogs, always has. Must love dogs, yeah. Um, so yeah, he's man. I can't believe he's Dom DeLuise's son. Is Dom DeLuise yeah, dead? That's, we might not be able to continue the podcast after that revelation. Uh, Dom DeLuise was born in 1933. So he must have had this guy when he eh, was like 40. Um, Passed away in 2009. Dom DeLuise, uh, famous for uh, being very well endowed. Did not know that. Yeah, it's like a big, it's like a big thing. You, I'm not going to say look it up because uh, I don't know what you'll find, but <laughs> that is his, his repu- <laughs> he has a reputation for being um, uh, blessed in, in certain ways. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe a son is too. I'm not sure. <laughs> you wanna, you wanna hope so. Boy, this is. Uh, I'm gonna have to do some editing in this episode. <laughs> well, it's fine. Keep it in. Who cares? <laughs> We're adults. Jeez, right. grow up. Right. Grow up, Count Chocula. Um, okay. We are uh, inside. Later, 
boys are anxious. Because... Spent three hours! Because Dennis didn't come back. Because uh, he had another job. Think of all the conversations they could be having. I know. Yeah, everybody's everybody's upset. So Tim uh, schemes uh, schemes up a way to, to do it himself, which, hey, uh, we're watching Home Improvement, so I think we know how this is going to end. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, Randy's interference is, is pretty good. What do you mean by that? He gets Randy to basically, like, block jill oh, from yeah. the computer so she can't see so he's like waving his arms and doing yeah, stuff yeah and brad is, that was pretty good brad's gag. upstairs doing something uh you know long story short doesn't work there's some short circuiting uh here or that's what i wrote down i'm not sure if that is actually true i wrote short circuit a bunch um jill's mad uh about the whole thing rightfully so uh worlds diverge here harry comes in because Dennis forgot his lunch. This is why I wonder how old Dennis is. He's, like, bringing Dennis's lunch like he's a child, like his sack lunch. I think this would only happen because it's Tim's house. Right. He just he just wants an excuse to come see Tim, maybe. That's I'm fair. Not sure. All right, well, he uh, he's mad that Dennis isn't there. Dennis comes back, and uh, he uh, Dennis and Harry, they get into it, and it's, it's kind of awkward because Harry wants to stand there and watch him finish the job um, to see that he does it right. Harry's just kind of embarrassed uh, that he left during during a, a job, and it is, he, Harry didn't really want Tim to get involved with Dennis in any case because I don't think he has a lot of faith in him. But um, Dennis storms off, Harry leaves, and uh, you know there's still one phone line, so things aren't really going that well. No, the drywall is off the wall as well. Things are falling out of the wall. It's it's just not going well. So later on, Tim almost gets to work before he's you know. He's trying to fix things again, I guess, is what he's trying to do. Jill can't believe what happened. She she catches him, and then they have a conversation about what just happened. And Tim is defending Harry, and Jill is defending Dennis. So they're they're taking opposite sides here. And Jill draws parallels between the argument that he had with Mark, um, saying you need to pick your battles. So that kind of, I don't know, it, it moves into a conversation that was about Harry and Dennis and moves to Mark and Tim. Yeah, and Tim mocks her attitude on this and says, "Maybe next time I'll ask what punishment they'd like, and you know all that kind of stuff." So they have different parenting styles, and we're going to see how it reconciles later in this episode. After this, uh, uh, let's say uh, tumultuous conversation, Jordan. <laughs> I think that's I think that's fair I'd to say. say. Uh, that's uh, saying uh, it lightly. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a little tumultuous. Maybe uh, I don't know. Tim says, "I got to get some air." Heads outside, and. Uh, Talks to the logo. Talks to the logo at the gazebo. Says, can I bring you some blankets? Mm-hmm. It's March. You're probably cold. No, that doesn't happen. We're just kidding. Some of that patent home and podcast humor. Uh, no, let's play a clip, Jordan. Hey, Wilson. Hi, you neighbor. What are you doing over there? Tim, are you familiar with the I Ching? Sure. The I Ching, the scratchy, the chafing. <laughs> That's why I switched to boxers, my friend. <laughs> oh, my. No, actually, the I Ching is the ancient book of Chinese wisdom. You ask a question about your life, and then you toss these coins, and you try to divine the answer from the book. I got a question for those coins. Mm, shoot. You think I'm too tough on my kids? Might I inquire what brings that issue to the fence? In a word, Jill. <laughs> she says I should probably be more sensitive to how I discipline my kid. Well, it's true. The way you talk to your children now can have a profound effect on your future relationship. 
I say some tough things to him, but certainly not as tough as Harry says his kid. Oh, Dennis tells me that Harry has quite a lexicon. Lexicon? No, he drives a Buick. <laughs> you know, Tim, I ran into Dennis at the coffee shop today, and he was so angry at Harry, he told him that he was leaving town. What? Just because of what Harry said to him? Well, I guess so. You know, as Longfellow says, a torn jacket is soon mended, but hard words can bruise the heart of a child. You think I should have a talk with Harry? Well, let's see what the I Ching says. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes, it says the situation is a microcosm juxtaposed against and created by the macrocosm of the universe. <laughs> and there, my neighbor, you have your answer. <laughs> Oh, I've forgotten the question. Wilson, I almost called him Logan. <laughs> I really was so what? close to saying Logan. <laughs> Why? Who's Logan? I don't know. Uh, etching. He is, uh, or Eching. It's a, it's a book of Chinese wisdom. Uh, it involves uh, using coins to uh, answer questions that you have. Tim wonders if he's being too tough on his children. Um, I wouldn't say Wilson has a lot of uh, helpful advice to give Tim. I don't know. Well, he basically says what you say to your kids now will affect them forever. Yeah, obviously. So Thanks. Coming, coming down hard on Tim as well. I don't, guess. don't need a Chinese book of wisdom for that. I don't know. Not, not super helpful. But I also don't think Tim did anything that wrong. Uh, call me crazy. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of vague unhelpful things that wilson pulls out from his book in this scene and we do learn as well that dennis is skipping town thanks to harry's reaction Dennis is a baby (laughs) what's dennis's problem like he's just gonna he's gonna move now that's pretty maybe maybe dennis and marty should move in together hey that's a friend of the pod (laughs) friend of the pod it sounds like you're you're doing the cocaine thing that he did during the interview that's what it sounds like you're doing i got it from him all the sniffling you got going on over there uh, I got it from him. Yeah, he's in Africa right now. What? Yeah, well, he, uh, I'm going to call him Bill. Bill O'Leary, he's in Africa. Uh, no response. I'm I don't know what he's doing over there, but he is in Africa. <laughs> Dumbstruck by that response. Yeah, is that something? All right. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, Wilson gives some advice. We don't think it's that helpful. We're going to move to the next scene. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. Go ahead, Jordan. Tim goes in to talk to Mark. Uh, it's kind of a smooth transition from outside to inside. Mark's on the couch. Mark is mad that he embarrassed, uh, when I say he, I mean Tim embarrassed him on the phone. But, you know, Tim's got a point. You shouldn't have talked to me like that. And uh, they both kind of apologize here. Mark says he's sorry. Uh, Conflict has been resolved here, which is great. And Tim heads to Harry's to resolve another conflict because he's feeling good. Tim is good at apologizing. He's he's able to do it effectively. He he admits when he's wrong. I appreciate that. He's done it all these years with Jill, so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, so we're at Harry's house, and Tim, uh, he he comes in and he tells Dolores that he's going to try to make things right between Dennis and Harry. Dolores is extremely happy to hear this. She really changes uh, her whole demeanor. This she, is not the Dolores we know. Uh, it's definitely not the Dolores. You know, but the Dolores you know is better than the Dolores you don't know. I don't know if you've heard that before. <laughs> I have a... But now I have. All right, well, uh, she's very happy. She gives him a hug. Harry walks in and catches him in kind of a precarious-looking um, you know, situation. I wish that would have gone further. I felt like that could have been funny, but it didn't. Um, 
Tim uh, talks Harry through the dentist situation. I don't know. It, it's just kind of like whatever. Uh, Harry admits that he will miss his son, and uh, it's difficult being a father, etc., etc. Uh, they call him on the video phone, so good to get that video phone back, and, uh, I don't know, it all works out. Good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Tim tries to frame the problem for Dennis as being, like, his problem is he has too many customers, so he's doing well. yeah. And Harry is kind of talking about how Dennis has failed so many times, so he's trying to turn around that characterization that Harry has of his son. Like, no college, no hardware store, all these other things. So, yeah, all is well, like you said. Apologies, reconciliation. It's really just a wonderful episode. Mm -hmm. And we finish off the lone tool time scene. Yeah, Dennis is there. He's a bit camera shy, I guess I would say. He's just staring at the audience and smiling very, very wide and all that kind of stuff. Even while Tim and Al move to, like, a different part of the set and are trying to do the demo, he's just kind of staring at the audience and smiling. So that was kind of funny for me. Um, The fully automated house is what they're talking about, and that's why Dennis is on there. And they do a demonstration on kind of a dollhouse, a mini house of sorts. And Tim's showing off how you could spin a house and elevate a house and make it disappear. It's not particularly funny, but I guess they had to get a tool time in. It's weird, yeah. I don't know. It it it. This is a weird way to end up end the episode. It's not. It's like kind of longer than you think it's going to be too. Like it, it's, it's a couple minutes. Um, yeah, they wrapped up the episode, you know, story, and so they just kind of tagged this on at the end. Yeah, so. it was weird. Um, the, the joke at the end is that mother-in-law function of the automated house is it just like disappears. Hardy har har. Roll credits fade to black. Communication breakdown, aka. JTT phone hub. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> highs and lows. Yeah, it's an okay episode. Um, we get something centered on Harry, which I guess is interesting, building out his family a little bit. I I found, you know, it's just kind of funny looking back on these old problems, like the phone problem, because it's obviously not something that right. people really deal with anymore. So that was the novelty of that was interesting. Um, Tim as the problem fixer, I guess, is interesting as well. There's just not, I don't know, it's just not real compelling in any way. Like, Harry is kind of over, I don't know, over eager with his anger towards his son, and so they have to try to fix that. So I, I wasn't really invested in what was going on, and I didn't necessarily agree with the problem that Jill has with Tim's parenting here. So I don't know. That's That's hard for me to get on board with, but... I don't know. I guess it was fine. There just wasn't, there wasn't like as many jokes as there usually are, and so it just kind of went by and felt like blah to me. Pretty forgettable, you know. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. I I, I wish we could have gotten Dom DeLuise in it. That would made made things a little better. But um, no, I mean, yeah, the there it, it isn't very funny. The general, yeah, like I don't know. The landline thing is, is an interesting idea. Um, cause it, I, I like the episodes that get everybody doing something, um, at least all the boys and, 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 and such, but, um, no, I mean like the Harry Dennis stuff was kind of dumb. Like I, I just didn't buy that. Obviously the, I've mentioned a couple times, I didn't really think Tim was in the wrong with how he talked to Mark. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just pretty forgettable. I don't have a lot to say either way. Um, I did like, um, oh, what did I like? I can't, there was something. Must have been something. Um, oh, I like the logo at the beginning. Obviously, yeah. I mean, Duh. getting some mileage out of that. But no, it's 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 fine. I don't know. It, 
yeah, I, I won't be thinking of this one again anytime soon. No. I think my maybe the, the my favorite part is when Randy is like trying to run interference while Tim's installing stuff. Like yeah. That's, that's... There's a, a couple of funny things there and him doing the arm waving stuff. That's kind of funny. Yeah. But other than that, like you said, there's just not much right. here. So that's the way it is. And that's the way it's going to be. That's right. So we'll move on to Sean's social media corner. Reach out to us at Facebook and Twitter, thehomeandpodcast.com as well. Uh, we're on Patreon at patreon.com slash homeandpodcast if you'd like to support the show and help us pay for just the hosting and stuff that we do for the show. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, which is up to, I think, 18 or 19 subscribers. Uh, oh, yeah. So we're, weren't we going to have a contest? I don't think we decided on one because it seems a little weighted in your favor. Oh, well, that's why I wanted to do it. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Yeah. So not not a lot going on on either of those platforms. But, yeah, be, be interact with us on Twitter. Adam's always on there tweeting some funny stuff, some funny, funny yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, so. I got the yucks on, on Twitter. That's for sure. Um, polls. I do have – well, before you get to polls, right. I did want to just share something from Facebook by uh, Lil Dauber. <laughs> Some some feedback. Your mom is your mom has got some time on her hands of late. It, it seems like uh, the patriot or not the the interview that we did with Will O'Leary. Yeah, I bet your mom did not feedback. did not like it. Uh, she said some interesting stories. Okay, and she wasn't always sure when he was being sarcastic or not, which I think is the same problem we had. But uh, she was glad to hear about some of the other stuff that we talked about, like the West Wing and whatnot, and all of his compliments that he gave to his coworkers. Yeah. So she enjoyed that. Yeah. She appreciates our language being better than him. So <laughs> no, no surprise there. Your lions are and, a bunch of Puritans. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, and then... She said she was sad, and this is something that you said as well. She was sad to hear his growing up life was pretty rough. So, yeah, uh, we should have. We should. That was an interview that you know had all sorts of. We should have forced him to talk more about that. That's a regret. I should have dug in deeper. Uh, but it was hard. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was hard to dig in. Presented anywhere, some so. challenges, but hey, uh, he's in Africa right now. Uh, so you know he's doing he's doing okay. Uh, all right. Anything else your mom wants to say on our podcast? Are we moving on? Uh, I think we're moving on to Twitter okay. and polls. Right. Polls. What's your favorite movie? William O'Leary has appeared in 15 total votes. 7% said Hot Shots. 20% said Terminator 3. 27% said Candyman 2. 47% said Bull Durham. So, Hot Shots, not a lot of love. Hmm. I'm going to say something here. I've never seen any of those movies. Not... Jeez. You... Oh, <laughs> you never, you've never seen Hot Shots? No, I haven't. Um, I've not seen Candyman 2. I've seen the other three. Bull Durham is, is the right, it's, it's a really good movie. You should watch it. I mean, yeah, I've heard, I've heard, I've never heard a bad thing about that movie. So it's just a matter of getting it. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just like, it's an easy watch too. It's, it's, it's quite good. Um, and he, he's like fourth build in Bull Durham. Um, so he's pretty prominent, uh, is, is, is Marty William O'Leary. Um, well, geez, Jordan, I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. It'd be funny if you'd seen only Candyman 2. That would be cool. Uh, uh, he right. hated that one, and that had, you said, 27%? I know. The thing is, like, uh, horror people are very forgiving, so, like, if, if you're a horror fan and you like Candyman 1, people are probably like, yeah, I like Candyman 2, sure, why not? Um, what's your favorite TV show other than Home Improvement that William has appeared in 13 total votes? 0% said Miami Vice. Jeez. Um... 23% said CSI Miami, 
31% said the West Wing, 46% said the X-Files. So, uh, yeah, you seen any of those? Are you familiar actually, with those? I'm familiar with them. I've actually never seen any of them either. But, again, the West Wing seems something I would enjoy, so... I think you would like it. Um, I, I, everybody likes the West Wing that watches it. I think. Um, you know what's funny? This is very. You've never seen. You've never seen any CSI Miami like Caruso doing the sunglass stuff. You never caught any of that. I I know it just from seeing it from other other stuff, but I don't know that I've ever sat down and watched it at all. I don't oh know. man, I mean, I don't know not, that I would want to. It's like it's like a so bad it's good sort of thing. I would yeah. say, but I would say the West Wing. Is it better? <laughs> this is gonna be a great one for you. Better or worse than Designated Survivor? I mean, it's got it's. I've never watched Designated Survivor, <laughs> but it's got to be better than that. I uh, so I stopped watching that after season one, and I walked okay. into my work retreat, and uh, my boss's boss was watching Designated Survivor, and I was like, oh, I guess somebody oh, does watch it. My parents are like, so you know, I got canceled and they moved it to the Netflix or whatever, and like yeah. it's now a Netflix original, and so they like they swear and stuff. And my dad was like, my dad thought it was so cool that they were swearing now in like the Netflix version. Like he thought it like saved the show. Like he was so impressed that the by the fact that they could now like swear and, and be edgy and stuff. Uh, so they're still watching for sure. <laughs> That's all he needed, just a little bit of curse words. He loves it. Yeah, he was like, oh, man, it's great. Yeah, it's just so much better now that they could swear. They he probably also... can do more edgy stuff, which maybe is interesting. Because, you know, when you're on ABC network television, it's, you know, you've you've got certain things that you have to hit. So For sure. Also, later in that conversation, my dad told me that he doesn't like movies that are older that are older than 10 years, uh, like from more than 10 years ago, because it just feels too dated. So <laughs> he's got his own taste. <laughs> so basically, if it came out later than earlier than 2009, my dad's not having it. Well, that's unfortunate. He doesn't like this whole podcast then. Uh, no, no, of course not. <laughs> I mean, for, for other reasons. But, uh, well, that is interesting. I, uh, you know, we had him on the, the podcast. Uh, I'd love to hear more of his takes. Uh yeah sure I'm going up there uh for Labor Day so I'll uh yeah I'll I'll, I'll get just some take quotes. a take a notebook and yeah go ahead and get as many as you can I'll get some choice quotes about designated survivor and film uh <laughs> he you know that's that's bullcrap though because like most of his favorite all of his favorite movies are like old so I don't know what he was talking about maybe he's I just trying he, to throw you off he's in a weird mood I think um oh but yeah poor guy that's that's all I got on Twitter so follow all us right. fun. Any new iTunes reviews or anything? Uh, no reviews. Come I on. Yeah, I didn't have anything in the mailbag either. I doubt Crap. you do. I'm getting mad. I'll tell you that much. No, I don't. You're getting mad? Calm yeah. down, man. All right. Well, okay. Sure, I will. Uh, you, got a, you got a question for me? Do I have a question for you? I have many questions, really. Right. Uh, this is This is an episode. This just came to my head. I'm not going to talk about your father-son relationship, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. I've got two that come to mind, actually, so I'm going to have you pick. How about that? Okay. Yeah. So we learn about Dennis's many jobs that he's had uh, in this episode, and I was wondering if you would list all the jobs you've ever had, or we can talk about uh, your favorite cell phone that you've ever had, because it's an <laughs> okay, I'll do the, I'll, do, I'll do the job one. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, this is kind of hard. Let me think. Okay. Um, I'm going to, like... I'm not gonna count like manual labor, like you know. Anything like, you've done... gotten paid for—that's what I want. Really? Okay. Yeah. Anything. Right. Okay. I want to know right. your whole work history. This is gonna this, take a while. This is an interview, Adam. 
Okay. Um, Pull up your Kro- LinkedIn. <laughs> Kroger uh, was my first job. I was a. Do you want to know what I did or just where it was? Um, job titles. Uh, <laughs> concierge clerk. <laughs> Eventually cashier. No, courtesy clerk. That's right. That's right. Uh, Concierge clerk sounds cool, though, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it does. Uh, Eventually, I I, I was a cashier as well. Uh, Started from the bottom, then I was a cashier. Uh, That was like three years. So, college intramural sports referee. Uh, Nice. Also in high school, baseball umpire sporadically. Um, I did some work for this guy on. M15, uh, <laughs> manual labor for like three or four days with uh, like David Schultz and then Thornburg and probably Anthony. I like um, that. That must have been a fun work group. Yeah, the guy was weird, but it was fine. Um, well, of course on, he was weird. He we, hired all four of you. We were, he worked on like a parking lot over by um, uh, Swartz Creek, uh, the cage, I guess, the basketball place. We worked on a parking lot over there. It was weird. <laughs> Um, <laughs> how did you get paid? That's what I'm wondering. He paid it. Oh, he paid us eight bucks an hour, which is not very much. It's crappy. Yeah, um, but at the time, and it was probably under the table, so no taxes. Well, he handed it to us over the table, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny if you guys sat down at a that table. Was, that, was, that was a horrible joke. Um, okay, so uh, college. I also okay uh, intramural sports official. Then I became an intramural sports site manager. So you like you manage the officials and you're like in charge of checking people in. Nice. Um, I did that for like three or four years. That was good. Um, student teaching wasn't really a job. Um, um, what uh, hosted trivia for about a year at a bar. Oh, um, nice. That was really really. What kind fun. of trivia was it? Just general trivia? Yeah, or? general trivia. That was fun. Um, it was cool. I could pick the music and. Was able to drink. And what was, was your really... What was your go to music? I mean, like '90s stuff always plays well. Yeah. Um, especially at with that kind of crowd, that was fun. Um, at the Green Top Tavern in Kalamazoo. How do you like uh, that? It was great. Yeah. Uh, substitute te- student teaching, substitute teaching for a while. I substitute taught. Boy, uh, you that, had some stories from that experience. I'll tell you what. Well, that it was like it was on and off again for a long time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of substitute teaching. Um, I was a mixed bag. I was a communications intern for the Indiana Hospital Association for four months in 2013. Went back to substitute teaching after that. Uh, I also worked at a Dunkin' Donuts for a day, but quit uh, somewhere around that time. (laughs) We both have an experience of that. That's interesting. Uh, Then I was... uh, Then I went to NIU. uh, Had a teaching assistantship there for the two years when I got my... Uh, during the summer, I worked as a camp coordinator for like a day camp for kids in DeKalb. Wow. Um, after that, I got uh, I taught at three different community colleges, College of Lake County, Kishwaukee College, Wabonzi College. Uh, all at um, the same time, is that right? Because um, I remember you were commuting between a couple. Yeah, it was like, t- there was some overlap. I don't know, like it, usually, yeah, I guess two at a time generally. Um, and I got a job freelance, uh, like copywriting for uh, like a construction company, direct steel LLC. Is that Uh, where Ronnie steel came from? 
No, Ronnie still predates direct steel. I think that just shows that, you know, some things are predetermined. Um, <laughs> and then I <laughs> was, uh, what else? I can't believe you've had this many jobs. That I was think, like 20 jobs. I'm not, I, don't, I don't think I'm done yet. Um, oh, I had a job. I, it wasn't paid where I was like reviewing movies for. I remember like, that. Yeah, I stopped doing it because I was too busy. But like, it was like, it's called Flick's Premiere. And it's, I don't know if it's still going on. This was like a year ago. So it probably is. But they were trying to be like the Netflix for independent movies. Uh, and I would review like three movies a week, but I wasn't paid. So I stopped doing that after a couple months cause I was too busy. And then I got my job at study group, uh, which I am still in right now. And yeah, I think you didn't that's mention the home and podcasts. It's not work, man. This is pleasure. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. You actually don't make money doing this, but that's all no, right. Also, yeah, I think that's it though. That's gotta be it. I, uh, maybe I'm forgetting a couple things, but does it surprise you that you've had that many jobs when you recount them that way? Yeah, it felt like as I was talking, it felt like it was going on forever. Probably boring to listen to. Fun, fun <laughs> to think about. Int- but I thought it was interesting to me, to be honest. So. Uh, and I'm, yeah, I, I have this this nagging feeling that uh, there are more that I can't think of, but um, that's going to have to be good enough. So, Jordan, wow. uh, have at it. Have at it. Yeah, mine I don't think is as long as yours, but uh, and also, didn't you work for my dad for like? Oh yeah, I worked for your dad a couple times. Yeah, that was times. like. Uh, I don't know, 2010 probably. Yeah, yeah. definitely. If, if, yeah, if I'm counting, if I'm counting doing that parking lot in Swords Creek, then I should count your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I think my very first job was uh, the Davison uh, basketball camp that they did in the summer when mm-hmm. you, when you were on the basketball team. They had you be a part of the staff for that so you got paid a little bit and lots of gatorade so right that was part of that then i also went to kroger rival vg's grocery (laughs) and i was you son of a bitch (laughs) i was not a courtesy clerk i was a service clerk yeah same same thing so that was that uh yeah we i'm sure we had the same exact responsibilities then i was with my dad for a while painting prep work sanding cleaning scraping all that fun stuff uh, running around doing errands, um, some college stuff that wasn't paid, you know, internships and whatnot. Right. Next one would probably be Disney doing the Disney college program where I worked at the magic kingdom, basically telling people not to stand in fire walkways and setting up the parade routes and stuff. So right. that was interesting. When I came back, uh, much like you, I had a job for one day at Dick's sporting goods, <laughs> <laughs> but then, the like a day later, I got a job offer at TechSmith for yeah. uh, being a sales intern, which That's funny. was much more lucrative and much sure. better, much better job. Yeah. So, did sales intern, customer service type stuff for that software company. Eventually, started full time there for two years as inside sales specialist. Lots nice. of uh, stuff there. Ended up running like the internship program there which was fun and then moved to florida so that threw everything in a tizzy for a little bit worked in client support at florida virtual school for a year which is Mm -hmm. when i first started doing remote work and i think towards the end of that maybe well a year after that i got my job at toptal doing outreach uh and then was promoted to seo and then more seo after that and then in the middle of that was the home and podcast so much less uh nice stuff than you but you did you did you mention the brazil stuff in there too oh yeah i forgot about that i 
Oh yeah, that was yeah. I did. I taught it. Taught English in Brazil for three months in 2011. Man, or maybe four man, months. Man, man, man. Yeah. man. A lot That's, of teaching. Yeah. You've been bouncing around. I like it. Uh, you know, for me, it's all about the cheddar. So, <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot that. Yeah, I did do that. That was fun. That was uh, formative. So, so, yeah, and surprising. Yeah, the the money was pretty good when I was 21. Surprisingly, um, yeah, that was fun. Uh, I'm not sure that was fun for people to listen to us talk about, but yeah, I would. Past, maybe sure. maybe that's a question you can ask. Uh, how awful was it listening to us describe how, our past work? And what what uh, some of the weirdest jobs that they've had? Oh, uh, that's a good that. question. Uh, so. You know, Jordan, I'm happy to report that after doing this podcast, I think I'm less hungover than when I started. So uh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're a human Gatorade. That's, that's yeah, the deal. I'm feeling a little less sniffly as well. So oh, thank, well. thank you. They say that laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> Boy, is it. Next right. episode, we might laugh yeah. some more than we did this episode. What do you think? I I mean, probably, yeah. Maybe you'll be able to tell by the name of the title. Ready? Is it? Is it what is it? Tell me. My Son the Driver. I don't... doesn't sound funny, but... <laughs> I doubt it will be. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, Jordan, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, listeners, thank you for listening. And uh, I guess I should say take care. Take care, everybody.